Bless the Lord. O my soul and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Why? He has done great things. I'm alive, and if you're alive, it is time for us to say praise the Lord. For he said, let everything that I have breath praise the Lord. The second stanza in the song, I am resolved, coming from Luke 16, 4, the writer said, I am resolved to go to the Savior, leaving my sin and strife. He's the true one. He's the just one. He had the words of life. I will hasten to him, hasten so glad and free. Jesus, greatest, highest, I will come to thee. We are building on what we started, and that is the crossroads in life. The crossroads in life. Last morning, I reminded you that there are many signs that we we come up and read as we travel along the road. I told you that there are yield signs, stop signs, pedestrian crossing signs, do not enter sign, speed limit signs, and on and on. But I wish to remind you that the Word of God reminds me of the signs we see on the roadway as we drive. But as we drive, we also have lanes. We use lanes. And I see lanes today and see each one in a different light. I see the road with the lanes we should choose from. Now you may wonder, uh, where are you going with this? I want you to follow me. Makes a lot of sense. I see lanes and I give them three names. I say the outer lane. Now if you've been into any of those bigger countries, you would know that that's the fast lane. So let's look at the outer lane, the fast lane, as Satan's lane as we travel life's journey. I see the center lane. We can look at that as the safe lane. And as we think of the safe lane, I think of Christ's lane. So the center lane, the safe lane as Christ's lane. I see the inner lane, the cautious, needful lane. That's man's lane. As you and I travel on life journey, we must decide what lane we will travel on and whose lane is it. Let's look at the outer lane, the fast lane, the fast lane in life. In Luke chapter 22, and reading from verse 31, the Lord said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan had desire to have you, that he may sift you as wheat. I see this lane as Satan's lane. When he gets us in his lane, his objective is to destroy the believer. Here Jesus is telling Peter, Satan desire to sift you as wheat. But may I say before we go any further that Satan will not always succeed, especially when it comes to the child of God. For in 1 John chapter 3 and verse number 8, the Bible says, He that committed sin is of the devil. For the devil sinned from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of Man was manifested. Watch the last part of this verse. You know, that's why I read the Bible. That's why I study the Bible. That's why I preach the Bible. He said, the last part, 
that he might destroy the works of the devil. Who is this he? Let me make a connection with the verse. He says, For this purpose the Son of God was manifested. For what purpose? That he might destroy the works of the devil. Jesus Christ, my Lord, will destroy the works of the devil. He works on our lives, this enemy, and causes lots of pain. Satan does. The Lord said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan had desired to have you that he might sift you as wheat. We are told that Satan asked for him. He desired to have him. He asked for him for the purpose of sifting him. Notice, not only Peter, Satan desired to sift and cause pain, he sought Job also. For in Job chapter 1, verse 6 to verse 12, the Bible says, Now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord. And Satan also came among them. And the Lord said unto Satan, Whence comest thou? Then Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro in the earth, and from walking up and down in it. And the Lord said unto Satan, Hast thou considered my servant Job, that there is none like him in the earth, perfect and an upright man, one that feareth God and eschewed evil? Then Satan answered the Lord and said, Dost Job fear God for naught? Hast not thou made an hedge about him and about his house? and about all that he hath on every side. Thou hast blessed the works of his hand, and his substance is increased in the land. But put forth thine hand now, and touch all that he had, and he will curse thee to thy face. And the Lord said unto Satan, Behold, all that he hath is in thine power. Only upon himself put not forth thine hand. So Satan went forth from the presence of the Lord. Satan's true character is that of John chapter 10 and verse 10. The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. Yes, to travel in Satan's lane will always result in tribulation, but God's children are overcomers. In John 16 and verse 33, these things I have spoken unto you, that in me ye might have peace. In the world you shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. What a comforting fact that the believer now knows that we are overcomers. Be reminded, as long as we are in this body, we will be attacked by Satan. We will be attacked, but we are secure and the Lord will bring us safe on our journey. Don't just worry yourself too much. Just trust in the Lord. Yes, it is true that Satan will attack us, but when he attacks us, he's not attacking us alone. He's attacking the God that is in us. For he promised, I will never leave you and I will never forsake you. My time is up this morning. 
Next morning, we look at areas that Satan attacks the believer. Dear Lord, thank you for the privilege of being able to share with your wonderful people. Thank you for those who will take the time and listen. And Lord, those who are at the crossroads of life right now, I pray that these devotions will help them. Would you please have your way in our lives? Get honor and glory. In Jesus' name, amen. May God bless you all. Do enjoy this day in the Lord.